Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Mess Hall. Finn McHale here. And today we're going to do some trope tactics discussions and specifically we're going to focus on amnesia in this episode. So, one of the biggest things with amnesia is it's one of the most versatile tools when it comes to narratives and writing. Because it can either be the whole story or a part of a story or it can revolve around one character or multiple characters. You know, look at Memento. And then look at stories such as One Piece with Sabo and his amnesia. We'll get to that later. On top of its versatility, though, there you run the risk of it not being polished properly enough to where it can cause unnecessary plot holes or it's a cop-out. I think when it comes to other narrative tools, though, it's not the worst offense in terms of using it as a cop-out. However, let's discuss this some more in terms of how it is as a double-edged sword. So, if you get yourself into a writer's block early on, amnesia might be really beneficial because it can help you plot out the story later. And so that can give you more tools and more narrative free time to look and explore as to how, okay, I want to bring this character back, but I'm not sure. When it comes to it being used as the whole story, though, you have to be careful, especially when you have the protagonist receive their memories back, or how it ties into the whole story. But when looking at characters specifically, and a single franchise with a large cast of characters, such as those in manga and anime, amnesia can be very, let's just say, touchy in how it's used and works. So, in Dorohedoro, I believe the way the amnesia works is when you get targeted and your head is removed, you get swapped with some other head and you lose all your memories. Now you can gain powers, I believe. I haven't really read it, but just from the brief overview I've seen of it. So that's really interesting and that really helps drive the character forward because we're following this new character and following them to try and understand, okay, you know, what might have caused this. It also plants that scene of, well, why were they targeted in the first place? You know, and also, what's so important about the memory loss aspect? Now, in other cases, it's a very big point of contention, especially within One Piece. Now, as I alluded to earlier, Sabo developed amnesia. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, to give a quick overview of the One Piece franchise, we're going to talk about a couple factions just so we can gain a better understanding. Because I believe another part of amnesia as a topic uh, for tropes is how the context plays into it. So... In One Piece, there's three major factions. You have the pirates, who pretty much want personal freedom to do whatever they want. You know, because that's one of the main themes in the series. You also have the marines, who are trying to uphold justice. And not all pirates are fair and equal, so they go out and catch the bad ones. However, they've been kind of corrupted by the Celestial Dragons, who are the founders of the world government. 
And by extension, the Marines are an extension of the world government. So they're not all pure. You know, some of them are corrupted, but some of them are truly just relatively. And then you have the Revolutionary Army. This faction isn't exactly pirates, but their main goal is to take down the Celestial Dragons. They believe that there is a space for the world government, but they believe the corruption within it has caused too many problems for the regular people of the world. And so, now that we've got some kind of baseline of that, most interactions between the three factions, it's usually Marines and Pirates interact, and then it's Marines and Revolutionaries interact. You know, there's not a lot of crossover between the Pirates and the Revolutionary. There's some, but not a lot, when you compare it to the other two relationships that I just spoke of. Now, one thing to keep in mind is, when we get to where we are in the story right now, Intel networks are a big thing. And so, a lot of people have pointed out that Savo's Amnesia has is a plot hole in that... It causes a lot of problems for the story. However, I disagree, but let's go over the problems they state. So, one of the biggest problems they, that they say that this causes plot hole-wise is, how did Luffy and Ace not find out about Sabo at any other point in time? You know, they claim that Whitebeard, who was a Yonka, one of the big pirates who has these intel networks, would have found out. Or the world government would have found out because they interact with the revolutionaries extremely often. Another issue, too, is why didn't Luffy hear anything about it? He definitely would have heard something about it. And it just causes a ton of problems because it's like, well, because of Sabo's position as second in command by the time we are reintroduced to him. Now, let's go over the history of Sabo's character before I give my thoughts and what I think it's not really a plot hole when you look at everything. So, when we look at Sambo, okay, so Sambo met Luffy in the East Blue at age 10, you know, when he and Ace were robbed from the Blue Jam Pirates, you know, and... You know, they met up with Luffy, they beat him up because they found out that they stole the treasure. They were afraid, you know, he would spill the beans and he didn't, so they saved Luffy and they all ended up drinking sake cups, you know, from each other so that they could, they became brothers. Later on, after their adventures, Samo's parents, who are the royal family of the Goa Kingdom, which is where Luffy is from in the East Blue, they say, okay, you know, we, you need to come back home. And on one condition, and that condition is that the Blue Jam Pirates leave Luffy and Ace alone. So they do. And then later, Parchimi, the captain of the Blue Jam Pirates, sets up these crates and he's trying to force Luffy and Ace to set them up and they don't. Later on, you find out that he burns the Great Terminal down. Now, I believe Monkey D. Dragon, Luffy's father sees this you know he's here for these events and then after it burns Sabo sits out to sea and 
we are told initially that, you know, we see his boat is wrecked and that he was killed by a celestial dragon. However, what actually happened was Monkey D. Dragon saved him. And he, this is when the amnesia sets in from his wounds, I believe. So he saves Sabo and brings him to the Revolutionary Army to train him. And so 10 years later is when the real start to the series begins, like the actual start. So there's a huge 10-year gap, and Luffy doesn't hear anything. Okay, that makes sense because he's in the East Blue. But then, you know, he goes to, you know, all these other adventures or whatever. And so he doesn't reappear until after the timescape, after the War of the Best, you know, the war at Marineford. And at that point... Ace has died. And I believe that's what triggers Sambo's amnesia to clear up, is he sees the report that Ace had died. And so later on, at the Dressrosa tournament for the Flame Flame Fruit, which was Ace's power, Sambo shows up and reveals that he's not dead. And so Luffy lets him go and win the tournament to, well, not really win the tournament, but to go and eat the Flame Flame Fruit. And this is when we find out he's the chief of staff. But he also has a relatively low bounty at that time. I don't have the number with me, but if you go look, his bounty is low compared to everybody else. Now, that's a big hint to me as to why I don't think the amnesia is a cop-out or a plot hole. Because here's why. You have to assume that he was the second in command that total of 12 years up until he reappears within the story because the time skip adds two years. I don't think that's true. I think at some point during the time skip, he becomes the chief of staff and becomes well-known. And that's why he has a relatively low bounty. Plus, if you look at it from that perspective of Dragon was training him to be his second-in-command, it makes sense to keep him secret until he's ready. And so, with that in mind, a lot of things get cleared up. Okay? With... Sambo being kept a secret, Whitebeard's not going to find out about him. None of the other Yonko will find out about him through their intel networks. The Marines won't find out about it, even with their intel networks, such as organizations like S.W.O.R.D. and the CP organizations, the Cypher Poles. And it makes sense why Luffy wouldn't hear them. Also, look at it from this perspective. Ask yourself this question. If Luffy were to learn about Sambo's survival... At any point in the series, at this point in the series, prior to the Dressrosa arc, so in Alabasta, in Kokoyashi Village, in, you know, Drum Island, would that change the direction of the story? Or would that change any major, would that cause any major detractions or changes in the narrative direction? I believe the answer is yes, because now... Luffy, the first thing he'd want to do is find Sabo. So now he's detracting from his mission of King of the Pirates. And then if and when he finds him, he would want to bring him to Ace. And Ace is already on his mission to find Blackbeard. So I think that would really detract and it would cause a lot of problems going into events prior to the time skip. And so I really think when you look at that, you know, it makes sense from the revolutionary side because 
they don't become major players until the times keep either. You know, they're hinted at and everything. We don't get any real info dumps or exposition on their members until the War of the Best when you find out Ivankov, who was in Impel Down, the prison of the Marines, for pirates, is a member of them until, you know, the White until the War of the Best. Now, that's something else I want to bring up, because I don't know, I don't remember how long it was said that, or implied that, Ivankov was down there, but I think he might have purposely let himself get captured, because one, you know, when we see him team up with, you know, Crocodile and Luffy and getting out of Enfield down, it was kind of a breeze for him, he didn't have to really worry about anything. But I think he purposely let himself get captured, or allowed himself to be captured to take heat of the revolutionaries because maybe he was the standing uh, chief staff officer for the, for the revolutionaries. And that would also help make a lot of sense as to why, especially in that period of time, why Saba wouldn't be known. And now that I'm actually thinking about it, that makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Because let's say halfway through the first part of the story pre, 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 before the time skip you have Ivankov get captured and he's believed to be the second in command okay that takes heat off Dragon for training Sabo and that allows him to get more training in and teach him about the revolutionaries but that also keeps Sabo in the dark even further because now the marines are like okay we got one of the we got like the top one of the absolute top guys you know we can get other ones but we might not really need to so the marines are probably thinking more of pooling their resources on dragon the leader of the revolutionaries and i think when you take all that into account it now makes more sense for how samba was able to stay hidden for so long i understand if i can understand it better if we we're given more info about the revolutionaries regularly through the series and then all of a sudden it's like oh Saba was a part of them I can understand that and how and the amnesia angle and writing wouldn't have really worked out but looking at it through the perspective of we don't hear a lot about them until we get to the marine ford arc and impelled down especially it makes a lot of sense to me as to, okay, so this isn't really that big of a plot hole in general. I can understand it, you know, like, well, why wouldn't other characters like Big News, Morgans, you know, the, the head journalist, head editor at the World Economic Times. I get that. You know, why wouldn't he want to go after it? But it just makes a lot of sense because it seems like through the perspective that we're reading the story, and that's another thing, too, to bring up is when it comes to manga one rule i follow and i try not to delve too deeply into any theory or speculation because of this rule i do like to engage in it but i try not to go into the too far deep end of this the rule is the mangaka the creator shows you and doesn't show you what he wants the reader to see so if he draws in panel certain like numbers or hints towards certain characters, he wants you to see that. Or if he bolds certain words and speech bubbles, he wants you to see that. 
or if people are conspicuously absent, he wants you to notice that. And I think with the way he was Oda, the way he wrote most of the pre-time skip story makes a lot of sense to now, okay, this is why Sambo's not very prevalent until the flashbacks uh, chapters. You know, it just makes, to me, it makes too much sense. Because I think it's, because if you go the opposite way with, okay, it's a plot hole, then you have to look at it this way. That means the Yonko, Whitebeard, at the Yonko at the time, Whitebeard, Kaido, Big Mom, and Shanks were all actively looking for Sabo. That just doesn't seem right. You know, maybe for Shanks? But it just doesn't make sense because why would they actively be looking out for one specific person? Especially if that person doesn't have any of their memories from the time that they're 10. Another thing to look at too is, you know, you have to basically make it, make it out to be, you know, they're actively trying to find out about the revolutionaries when they want to stay as underground as possible. You know, that just makes too, that just doesn't make much sense to me. It's because why would you want to find out, especially if you're not in league with them and you don't have a lot of back and forth relationships or partnerships with pirates. That's the main thing. You know, the Yonko, at the end of the day, they're pirate crews. They belong to the pirate faction. The revolutionaries are the revolutionary faction. They don't have a lot of crossover, at least as much from what we've seen. And so, it, I just, you, you can't convince me that it's a plot hole from what we've seen. And because of that, I don't think amnesia in this case was a cop-out or a bad use of it or it creates any plot holes. But, you know, that's just me. Feel free to disagree. This has been Finn McHale, the Underground Mess Hall. See y'all next time. Signing out.